Figures from 2013, show that the average cost for hospitalization of a dementia resident is higher than the general public. Dementia care in hospitals, 2013. Aged care usually has high staff turnover, meaning nursing homes are constantly faced with the choice of either relying on agency nurses or employing and training new staff. This takes time, money and resources, and even after they have been trained, there is no guarantee that they will stay on as nurses for longer than three months. Reasons for this turnover are many, they range from injuries, low pay, work stress and lack of challenging or engaging work, Parliament of Australia, 2020. But while staff turnover is dependent on the industry, a high turnover in most cases suggests a problem with the way the industry is run. Engaged employees are generally happier, perform better and stay in the industry longer. Studies show that a high turnover of staff in nursing home inevitably affects the continuity of care and general operation of the facility, Emmanuel L., 2020. Having a robust framework that accounts for this high staff turnover and ensures there are no gaps in the way falls are managed. Will in the short term save time and resources and in long term it will improve the general quality of life for residents and allow them to be in an environment they are familiar with. At the patient level, studies show that hospitalization among the elderly comes with a lot of risks, Asania Al, 2015. There are three main reasons why people with dementia are at higher risk of readmission. Firstly, people with dementia have difficulty following directions, taking medication and performing activities of daily living like toileting, Tibla et al., 2017. This inevitably leads to poor health and increases the risk of falls. Secondly, people with dementia find it hard to express their symptoms, especially the ones that cannot communicate, Gail et al., 2018. It then becomes hard to work out if the resident is deteriorating, especially when there are no regular staff to provide the continuity of care. For example, after a fall, minus vomiting and increased drowsiness, all other symptoms associated with concussions can be attributed to behavioral and psychological issues of dementia, CDC Injury Center, 2019. Knowing if a dementia resident is deteriorating, in this case, relies on staff knowing what behaviors are normal for resident, and the behaviors that need urgent attention. Studies show that the risk of readmission is dependent on the stage of dementia. Acute readmission is more common in advanced stages of dementia, Pickens et al., 2017. Often when people with dementia are admitted to the hospital, they are more confused, unsettled and are at higher risk of falls. Because the hospital is not an ideal place to manage behavioral issues, dementia patients are often medicated for their safety and the safety of other patients, Nakanishi et al., 2018. Also, people with dementia usually need a rigid routine of sleep-to-work time, this is essential when managing challenging behaviors which they cannot have at the hospital, Cipriani et al., 2015. Between 2016 to 2017, there were 1.6 million emergency department visits among people over the age of 65. The three most common presentations were chest pain and musculoskeletal issues related to falls, falls resulting in patient harm in hospitals, 2018. Dementia people living in residential aged care facilities are vulnerable, frail and often have many comorbidities that put them at risk of falls, Fernando, Fraser, Hendrickson, Kim and Hunter, 2017, for many of these residents hospitalization, carries it with it a lot of risks. Bale et al., 2015, found that urinary tract infections, pressure areas, pneumonia and delirium are preventable hospital-acquired complications that place a heavy financial burden on the healthcare system. Studies show that while people with dementia are at higher risk of hospital readmission, many of these hospitalizations are preventable. Ma et al., 2019. Using the Change Model Plan Do Study Act, PDSA, this learning plan will explore some of the ways hospital transfers can be reduced in people with dementia through various falls prevention and management strategies. The PDSA model is a four-step interactive model for improving a process. 
The first step is the development of a plan in which the desired outcomes are clearly outlined, Christoph, 2018. The training program is suited for graduate nurses, new staff and assistant nurses. Policy issues. Currently, no laws are regulating the way nursing homes are staffed per shift. Some nursing homes are not required to have a registered nurse on site, and are run by enrolled nurses or care workers, Parliament House, 2019. There are a few reasons why more and more nursing homes are understaffed. One reason could be the labor cost. The labor cost for a nursing home is higher compared to other healthcare sectors. This is largely due to the decline in the functional status, meaning most of the residents need help with all aspects of their ADLs. Staffing in nursing homes is dependent on the acuity of the resident, and not the number of residents in the facility, Health, 2019. Funding from the government is also dependent on how much care is needed for one resident and not the facility. It is not unusual to find one registered nurse overseeing 70 residents, Parliament House, 2019. Moreover, funding from the government does not automatically mean that the facility will employ more staff. In the end, what ends up happening is that the nursing home will stretch the staff they already have. Without enough nurses and nursing assistants, nursing homes will be unable to provide a level of care that is personalized to each resident. It also means that subtle changes to the resident's conditions are missed, which can lead to care becoming reactionary. Understaffed nurses do not have the time and resources to pay attention to the conditions of the patient so when there is a big change in the resident's functional status they are often sent to hospital, Kiyakas et al., 2019. In this case, the dementia residents that lack the ability to communicate are at higher risk of neglect. Moreover, nursing homes lack the hierarchy of competency and a framework of escalation of critical events. In hospitals, there is a clear framework for the escalation of a deteriorating patient. Nurses know, who is responsible for referrals and advanced care directives are clearly stated and handed over. One way to limit unnecessary hospital transfers is to have clinical nurse managers and registered nurses always respond to emergencies in the wards they are responsible for. Reason being most clinical nurses are in the same ward all the time, they know more about the resident's condition and are the ones responsible for family conferences and initiating the palliative care pathway. Secondly, there are no clear guidelines from the government on the use of psychotropics in dementia. Recent changes to the safety and quality standards demanding that nurses only use psychotropics as last resort make care even more complicated considering how understaffed nursing homes are, Janus et al., 2017. Studies show that the use of these medications which have been known to increase the likelihood of falls are normally a case of striking a balance between other residents' safety, their own safety, and the safety of the staff, Harrison et al., 2020. Overuse of psychotropics is considered as chemical restraint, moreover, Evidence shows that their effectiveness in managing behavioral issues in dementia to be substandard, Speck et al., 2018. In short, aged care has too many competing interests. There is a high unrealistic expectation from the families, regulatory agencies wanting a certain level of care to warranty funding, the government wanting to cut costs and nurses trying to advocate for the patient's rights. All this without the funding and proper staffing levels to meet these requirements. Support Structures For this project to be successful, it needs support from facility managers, clinical nurses and the families. As the population ages so will the number of falls increase in the future. The government, in this case, should consider investing in ways nursing homes can reduce hospitalizations related to falls. This, in the long run, will save time, money and resources, resources that can better be spent elsewhere. The tools required are an overhead projector, a meeting room, handouts on falls management, fall preventions and behavioral management. The training session will be in form of case studies and discussions. Discussions are ideal in this case as they promote team collaboration and allows for nurses to learn from each other. Tools and resources.
The sessions will begin with the simple PowerPoint presentation on falls and the impact they have on the healthcare system and the role nurses have in preventing falls. The whole group will discuss the case study on the PowerPoint initially. This is a way of working out the levels of knowledge within the group. After the presentation which will take about 10-15 minutes, the group will be split into two, each with a different case study to discuss. The use of case studies is ideal in that they help learners read between the lines and develop critical thinking skills. The nurses will be expected to point out the issues within the case study and the potential issues, and the best way to manage the patient to optimize the quality of life. The nurses will also learn the assessment required post-fall, symptoms of concussions and the importance of full neurological observations, especially in the first 73 hours after a fall. A quiz will be given at the end of the session of which answers can be discussed. Potential Outcomes The first potential outcome of this project is a reduction in the number of hospitalizations due to falls. Ott, 2018, found that education on falls and the risk factors that contribute to falls within the elderly population reduce the number of falls. Other studies show that most falls are not only predictable but also avertable. Aiden et al., 2017. Reduction of falls needing hospitalization will mean residents stay in the environment they are familiar with, reduce the chances of recurrent falls, save resources and maintain or improve the quality of life. That is why educating residents and nursing staff on some of the falls reduction strategies is the first step in reducing the number of falls among the elderly. Recent studies demonstrate that most patients are unprepared to manage their physical limitation after discharge from the hospital. This, in turn, contributes to the labor cost experienced post-hospital discharge. Nasri et al., 2018. The final potential outcome of this project is that nurses and direct care workers will know the current best practice guidelines for managing falls once they have happened. Also, the nurses will learn what to look for when a resident is deteriorating gradually and the referrals appropriate. The aim here is to manage the symptoms as much as possible at the facility and only send to the hospital if the quality of life is affected and the facility do not have resources and experience to manage the patient. The nurses will learn the symptoms of concussion and hip fractures. The nurses here will also have learned all the assessment required after a fall has happened. By the end of the session, they will have learned how to fill in a frat frequency of neurological observation and in instances it is appropriate to send the resident to the hospital. If successful, the yearly education can be done over the internet. This is specifically suited for the more experienced nurses. To mitigate the confusion and gaps in information, a flow chart for escalation and management of falls will be placed in every nurse's station. References Australia's Health 2018, Falls Resulting in Patient Harm in Hospitals. 2018. Australian Institute of Health and Welfare. Retrieved September 26, 2020 from https colon slash slash www.iu.gov.au slash reports slash Australia's health slash Australia's health 2018 slash content slash indicators of Australia's health slash falls resulting in patient harm in hospitals. Aiden, D. R. Barker, A. L. Morello, R. T. Brand, C. A. Tolevsky, J. Landgren, F. S. Melham, M. M. Bian, E. Brower, S. G. Hill, K. D. Livingston, P. M. and Boti, M. 2017. Barriers and Enablers to the Implementation of the Six-Pack Falls Prevention Program, a pre-implementation study in hospitals participating in a cluster randomized controlled trial. PLOS 1, 12 2. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1371 slash journal.pone.0171932. Bale, K. Goss, J. Draper, B. Barry, H. Carmel, R. and Higson, D. 
2015. The Cost of Hospital Acquired Complications for Older People with and Without Dementia, a Retrospective Cohort Study. BMC Health Services Research, 15. https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1186 slash s129130150743-1. Christoph, P. 2018. Running PDSA Cycles. Current Problems in Pediatric and Adolescent Healthcare, 488-198-201. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1016 slash j.cppeds.2018.08.006. Cipriani, G. Lucetti, C. Carlisi, C. Donchi, S. and Nudi, A. 2015. Sundown Syndrome and Dementia. European Geriatric Medicine, 64, 375-380. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1016 slash j.yerger.2015.03.006. Corporate. Name equals Commonwealth Parliament. Address equals Parliament House, C, NDA. 3. Mandating Minimum Staffing Levels, Australia Text. Retrieved October 10, 2020 from https colon slash slash www.af.gov.au slash parliamentary underscore business slash committee slash house slash health underscore aged underscore care underscore and underscore sport slash staffing ratio bill slash report slash section. It equals committees percent 2 frepertrep percent 2 fo 24218 percent 2 f26821. Corporate. Name equals Commonwealth Parliament. Address equals Parliament House. C. NDB. The Crisis in the Caring Workforce, Australia Text. Retrieved October 10, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.af.gov.au slash about underscore parliament slash parliamentary underscore department slash parliamentary underscore library slash pub slash briefing. Book 44P slash caring. Workforce. Dementia Care in Hospitals, Costs and Strategies Summary. ND. Australian Institute of Health and Welfare. Retrieved September 27, 2020, from https colon slash slash www.iu.gov.au slash report slash aged care slash dementia care in hospitals costs and strategies slash content slash summary. Emmanuel, T. Allera, C. Ewings, S. and Griffiths, P. 2020. Are long shifts, overtime and staffing levels associated with nurses opportunity for educational activities, communication and continuity of care assignments? A cross-sectional study. International Journal of Nursing Studies Advances, 2, 100,002. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1016 slash j.insa.2020.100002. Fernando, E. Fraser, M. Hendrickson, J. Kim, C. H. and Muir Hunter, S. W. 2017. Risk Factors Associated with Falls in Older Adults with Dementia, a Systematic Review. Physiotherapy Canada, 69-161-170. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.3138/ptc.2016-14. Gail, S. A. Akar, D. and Daphner, K. R. 2018. Dementia. The American Journal of Medicine, 13110. 1161 to 1169. https://doi.org/10.1016/j.amsh.2018.01.022. Harrison, 
F. Catans, M. Jessup, T. Ertz, L. Chenoweth, L. Shell, A. Sochdev, P. Hilmer, S. Draper, D. and Brodaddy, H. 2020. Prolonged Use of Antipsychotic Medications in Long-Term Aged Care in Australia, a Snapshot from the Hall Project. International Psychogeriatrics, 32-3, 335 335-345. Health, A. G. D. Of. 2019, December 12th. The Aged Care Funding Instrument, ACFI Text. Australian Government Department of Health, Australian Government Department of Health. HTTPS colon slash slash www.health.gov.au slash initiatives and programs slash residential aged care slash funding for residential aged care slash the aged care funding instrument ICV. Hassani, B. Gudlavaletti, AASV, King, V. Levine, R. and Mooney's, M. 2015. Risk Factors and Hospitalization Costs of Dementia Patients, Examining Race and Gender Variations. Indian Journal of Community Medicine Official Publication of Indian Association of Preventive and Social Medicine, 44, 258-263. https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.4103097020218.164396. Janus, S. I. M. Rinders, G. H. Van Manen, J. G. Zawadema, S. U. and Iserman. M. J. 2017. Psychotropic Drug-Related Fall Incidents in Nursing Home Residents Living in the Eastern Part of the Netherlands. Drugs in R&D 172, 321-328. https P. Sekura, V. Retha, D. Samios, A. Constantinou, E. Igumenides, M. Stephanopoulos, N. and Fligu, F. 2019. Nurse understaffing is associated with adverse events in post-anesthesia care unit patients. Journal of Clinical Nursing, 2811-2252-https://doi.org/10.1111/josian.14819. Wu, B, and U, F, 2019. Hospital Readmission in Persons with Dementia, a Systematic Review. International Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, 348, 1170-1184. https://doi.org/10.1002/gps.5140. Nakanishi, M, Okamura, Y, and Ogawa, A, 2018. Physical Restraint to Patients with Dementia in Acute Physical Care Settings, Effect of the Financial Incentive to Acute Care Hospitals. International Psychogeriatrics, 37, 991-1000. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1017 slash s1041610217002400 x Nasseri, C. McPhail, S. M. Neto, J. Haynes, T. P. Morris. M. E. Etherton Beer, C. Flicker, L. Lee, D. C. A. Francis Code, J. Ann Hill, A. M. 2018. Impact of Tailored Falls Prevention Education for Older Adults at Hospital Discharge on Engagement in Falls Prevention Strategies Post-Discharge, 
Protocol for a Process Evaluation. BMJ Open, 84, EO207261. https slash doiorg slash 10.1136 slash bmjopen 2017020726. Odd, L, D, 2018. The Impact of Implementing a Fall Prevention Educational Session for Community Dwelling Physical Therapy Patients. Nursing Open, 54, 567-574. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1002 slash nop 2.165. Pickens, S, Nike, A, D, Kadik, A, and Kunick, M, E, 2017. Dementia and Hospital Readmission Rates, a Systematic Review. Dementia and Geriatric Cognitive Disorders Extra, 73, 346-353. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1159000481502. Spec. Kate Vander, Koopmans, R. T. Smallbrugge, M. Nellison Vrikin, M. H. Wetzels, R. B. Smates, C. H. Tierenstra, S. Zoidema, S. U. and Garrison, D. L. 2018. Factors Associated with Appropriate Psychotropic Drug Prescription in Nursing Home Patients with Severe Dementia. International Psychogeriatrics, 34, 547-556. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1017 slash s1041610217001958. Symptoms of Traumatic Brain Injury, TBI, Concussion, Traumatic Brain Injury, CDC Injury Center. 2019, March 11th. HTTPS colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash traumatic brain injury slash symptoms.html. Pibla, O, P, Riza, F, Savaskin, E, and von Gunten, A, 2017. Best Practice in the Management of Behavioral and Psychological Symptoms of Dementia. Therapeutic Advances in Neurological Disorders, 10 8, 297-309. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1177 quadrillion